podcast episode what is it 170 bob is that where we're at 169 169 okay 169 jumped ahead did i miss one no i don't think so i I just i i know you can keep it straight i don't keep it straight um oh boy we're in trouble (laughs) september 5th 2021 how you doing bob nastanovich yeah quite well thank you yeah that's good and i'm very peaceful very peaceful here very good i'm mike hogan you're in Des Moines, I'm in Portland, and this Yeah, is... how are things out there? Things out there, you know, kind of... Uh, they're good. They're good. It's it, still it. a warm day. I think we, we have our, our last hurrah of the summer until it gets a little chillier later in the week, but it's good. Things are good. Yeah, we've been quite fortunate where we live compared to the rest of the country. It's been yeah. dealing with some... That's right. Same here. Diabolical scenes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, got a buddy that owns a restaurant in New Orleans, and his restaurant has survived. Oh, well, I'm just good. waiting for the power to come back on. So that's good news, though. Yeah, Galaxy uh, Taco, man. I know if, you know we know okay. people go to New Orleans; they don't think um, you know Mexican, but you're not going to move from New York City to New Orleans and and open a Cajun restaurant because there's <laughs> one million of those. Sure. But he's got a really cool spot, Galaxy Taco. I actually do. Um, some of his um, music that he plays in the bar. It's a really cool place. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, nice cool. plug for the Galaxy Taco. Yeah. Good good news that the Galaxy, Galaxy Taco survived. Uh, and not yeah, he's waiting for the power to come back on. He went back there and got all the food out and donated it. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Kenny Jackson, my friend. Uh, ah, cool. Well, I'm going to... Um, I brought three songs. I've actually... I brought three artists. I'm probably going to play multiple songs from one of my artists. Oh, and then we got Ghosty in the background. Hello, Mr. Ghost. Yeah, he's in full effect. Yeah, he had a. Um, both of his parents worked today, so he's very well rested. So he's he's he needs to yeah. get the willies out. Uh, all right. Well, uh, good. I'm going to play some songs for him to dance to. Um, all of my songs yeah. have a bit of a groove, so I think Mr. Ghost will enjoy it. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it too. Uh, I, you yeah. brought three songs. I brought three artists. I, I, I probably, I, I have to say, the second artist that I'm going to play, I'm probably going to play a few songs. I can't just pick one. So uh, we'll get there, though. First, I'm going to play a legend, a jazz legend, um, Mr. J.J. Johnson, who has played with folks like Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, He's known as a master of the trombone. Trombone, Bud Powell, Sonny Rollins. But I'm going to play something Luminaries. from much later in his career and is less um, less representative of his work. I'm not going to play any jazz. I'm not going to play any straight jazz. I'm going to play something that was released in 1974, and it was a soundtrack for a movie called um, Willie Dynamite. Uh, it's kind of like the... In the same vein as like Superfly and Shaft, one of those 
what is often called black exploitation black exploitation movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the soundtrack is, is fantastic. He oversaw it. Um, I don't know if he played much on it, but he was uh, really kind of the the main man behind it. And uh, I'm going to play, I guess, what's kind of the title track. It'd be a really fun gig, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, you think about it, okay, 1974, he was 50 at the time. And he had been recording for over 30 years at that point. And then was given this opportunity to do something completely different. And it's kind of fun. So, hope you'll dig it. It's, um, I'll play the title track. Kind of the title track. This is Willie D, even though the movie's called Willie Dynamite. Uh, so yeah, check it out. You might even dance a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, here you go. <laughs> palm of his hand Willie D Got a woman for every man Willie D It's magic the way he runs his game Never treating two girls the same Selling fantasies by what you please Different from any other industry. Willie, oh Willie D, Willie D, ooh Willie, oh Willie D, Willie D. He's got to try to be number one. Yeah, no time for kindness till his dream is done. He's commercialized. Money. He can't be satisfied. Willie, oh Willie D, Willie D, ooh, Willie, oh Willie D, Willie D, Willie, oh Willie, Willie, Willie D. Yeah. 
wonder who was singing that. <clears throat> you know, it's funny because throughout that whole song, I thought, Bob's going to come back and say, do you know who the singer is? And, of course, I didn't do any of the legwork. So I don't know. It's okay. Some guy with an incredible voice. But uh, uh, You think it was a guy? I think that was like a glorious tribute to um, Willie. He, I think he must have been one hell of a pimp. Is, did you gather that? I mean, yeah. I would, that would be my guess. If I had to go out on a limb, I would guess Willie was... The king of the pimps. Was yeah. A, yeah. A bit of a pimp. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can. Sometimes I know that JJ himself, um, who's one of the all-time greatest sons of the city of Indianapolis. You know, he's okay, Mister so, Indianapolis. So I have an answer to your question, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna derail you. I'm gonna pause you that thought and go back because it took me a second. I looked it up. I don't know why I didn't look it up before, but you know who the singer of that song was? No, Martha Reeves. Of the Vandellas fame. Oh, there you go. See, yeah. you know, she's got. Felt the, to add to have been a legend. She's got the voice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting because I'm going to play some Jimmy Hughes later in the show, and I've played the song several times um, for Whitney here in the last month, and she was sure that it was a woman singing, not a man. Now I thought that Martha there sounded could have been a man. Mm, right. Right, like an early, like a young Stevie Wonder kind of vibe. Okay, yeah. hell, we wait to hear Jimmy Hughes. It could have been yeah. Jimmy Hughes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it could have been I, Stevie I, Wonder could definitely could have been Stevie. Right. Wonder. I interrupted you. You you were you were talking about how JJ was from in, uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, born. I lived his whole life there. I mean, aside from his travels and music, but um, that's an interesting side note about the musical wizard that J.J. was. Yeah, you don't really think of Indianapolis as, an, as a jazz town, but... Uh, Not at all. That's kind of an interesting aspect. Home home of Mr. J.J., the legend. Mm-hmm. So there you go. No, that was cool. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the whole that whole soundtrack is fantastic. And and like I said, it's not reminiscent, or, or that's, maybe that's not the right word. It's not representative of the rest of his oeuvre. Uh, as they say. The, the oh, yeah, work. nice. Yeah, you like that? <coughs> Throwing out the O-E-U-V-R-E <laughs> on the three songs pod here. Oh, Indeed. Goodness me. Uh, yeah, so, uh, well, you te- you teased that you're going to play a little bit of J- Jimmy Hughes. Did you want to go Jimmy Hughes next? We could some Marby. We could Talking do this with some Zamrock. You know what Zamrock is? I do. Yeah, from, Zamrock. You listen to the Zamrock? From, yeah, from Zambia. Yeah. That's right. And uh, apparently, like, um, after the country of uh, Zambia um, gained its independence from, from British colonialism in the, I believe, in the late 50s, um, somehow rock and roll dribbled into the frame. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time the 70s came along, there was a band called Ricky Ilalonga. His band was called Musio Tunia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think... Uh, uh, one band from this genre, Zamrock, which is kind of interesting because somehow um, these young Zambians got their hands on, you know, the likes of Jimi Hendrix and 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 things like Black Sabbath and Blue, Blue Cheer and mm-hmm. Deep Purple and Cream. Like they kind of like took it and they there's the the Ngozi family, right? And um, they created what's actually called the Calendula sound, which is K-A-L-I-N-D-U-L-A, I believe. And it's a rhythmic pop music sound with, with fuzzy electric guitar leads. So I'm thinking, like, I've got to pick. Um, and then the bass guitar is, like, 
very, very prevalent. Pick sort of like a song that like is the clearest indicator of that sound. And interestingly, uh, one of the most formidable drummers from the from the genre was a guy named Chrissy Zebby Tembo. Mm-hmm. His nickname was Zebby, Z-E-B-B-Y. And he played with the Ngozi and, family, right? Yeah, he played with the Ngozi family. And like he made, as far as I know, two solo records. This one was released in 1977. It's uh, Chris Z. Tembo, um, and that's the name of the album. Uh, but there's a brilliant song to me which sort of sums up the entire genre um and it's called i am not made of iron from the from the mid 70s from zambia zambia
Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's kind of interesting part of the of the country and its independence. They had a president in the '60s named Kenneth Kaunda. I think that might be mispronounced. That's K A U N D A, and um, he introduced the slogan "One Zambia, One Nation." And he, the most, one of the significant things he did, it was that he decreed that all the, the basically all the music played on the radio stations in the country was made by Zambians, um, hmm. which kind of led to like so, so basically, there's a lot of Western influences in the in the music, obviously, right. so they kind of made their own rock, right? Um, and um, I just, I just think that. I, I dig that song. It's fantastic. I'm yeah. not made of art. I'm a human being. <laughs> I. It's funny. I, I'm not planning on playing it today. So, I mean, I could if you really want. But we're going to go completely off script if I do. I could save it for another show. But I was I was going to play Amanaz. Have you ever heard Amanaz? Yeah, I've been listening to Amanaz. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to Amanaz. Okay. I've been having a hard time picking which song. So, yeah. I'll be interested. Actually, um, We'll do it on, on an upcoming show. You play one, I'll play one. Okay, fantastic. Amanaz. Do you know what Amanaz, what the name means? No. It is an acronym of Ask Me About Nice Artists in Zambia. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? It's a good band name. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds awesome, too, you know, Amanaz. Amanaz, yeah. All right, yeah, uh, f- future that, episode, yeah. we'll rock the Amanaz. We'll, we'll, we'll dual, dual bring Amanaz. Uh, yeah, God bless those Zambians. I know that they had a horrible time with the AIDS when, yeah. when they kicked into high gear. And like, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on in Zambia today, but right, it sure did make some fantastic rock and roll there. Right, for sure. Um, all right, well, I'm going to change gears a little bit, and I'm going to jump down to South America to Brazil. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm going to play kind of, you know. I don't know. We've talked about it a little bit. Is it is it uh, samba? Is it tropicalia? Samba, samba. I don't tropicalia. know. Tropicalia. You know, whatever. There's also MPB. They call it, which is uh, mu- musica popular Brazil. Uh, there's a lot of different terms for it, but I don't Pretty know. Pretty big, isn't it? I just right, exactly. I just think this band. I've been obsessed with this band for months now. Um, playing. Well, we talked in, about- many times in the show when people write about music they have to categorize they do they do and i don't yes yeah, so I, I don't care whether it's like you know it's basically this is brazilian music exactly i don't care maybe, about maybe brazilians like zamrock is i think i think i like about zamrock is it's like it's zambian rock and roll that's right <laughs> i don't i don't care what you call it i just know that this is like good party music and just great music um the band i'm talking about is called novos bianos and um, they basically started in 1970 and ran through the whole, all of the 70s, and then split up and kind of went their various ways. And uh, different members went and did solo records and whatnot. But um, I'm going to focus on, at least to start with, I may play more than one, I may play more than two, if you'll indulge. It depends on what you think. But I'm going to start with a song from their 1972 album called Akabu Korare, I think is how you say it. Cool. And and this one is... Uh, they were rocking in the 60s. They were rocking in the 60s? Okay, so they... Yeah. But their first album probably came out in 69, I'm guessing. It was not... Yeah, they definitely lasted like, yeah, yeah. late 60s, 70s. Late, late 60s to late 70s. Yeah, that sounds They did it all. I mean, like, yeah. you know, their list of genres is something that includes... 
Foro, F-O-R-R-O, with an accent above it. I mean, some of their stuff is definitely folk. Some of it is total dance music. Some of it, some of their songs are total prog rock, like right up there with Yes and a lot of the prog bands that were coming out of especially England, but even in Germany and and whatnot. Like, they're kind of all over the map, which is why it's almost unfortunate to call them something like Samba or Tropicalia because they're just their own sound. And that's partly why... They defied categorization, mate. (laughs) Right, that's partly why I've been so obsessed with them is because every song even, and certainly every record, has kind of a different flavor and vibe to it. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm still getting kind of over this little cough. Cool, man. So I will play a song and then I will mute myself and cough for real. Um... Uh, this song is called Tinan, Tinindo Trincondo from Akabu mm. Carare Novos Bayanos. Hope you dig it. Here you go. Bring up these new Bahian. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Conego, dengo, do tira E vem assim Conego, dengo, do tira Eu vou assim Conego, dengo, do tira E vem assim Conego, dengo, do tira Yeah <laughs> I just love that band No, a lot of fun That, that was kind of that, that was tied to tradition Yeah but it was pretty, you know also I mean? pretty like, rocking. Like Brazilian music. No, yeah. definitely rock. But you know what I'm saying? It sounds like Brazilian music. You know what I mean? Like for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, it's it. They're not. Really, I mean, they're really, they're really good. And it sounds like a child singing, but it's, it's a grown man. But like, it's a uh, woman. It's a woman. That's Baby Consuelo. Oh, that's a wo- woman. See, I can't yeah. even tell the you know the, the um, gender of the people singing songs anymore. That is Baby Consuelo. So they had uh, two main vocalists. Um, so Baby Consuelo was married to the guitarist in the band, uh, Pepe, 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 Pepe Gomez. Um, and she, so she was probably, she was like 18 maybe when their first album came out. She was probably 20 when she was singing called that. Called Baby. Yeah, baby. so that's why she was called Baby Consuelo. Uh, she, she did release a few solo albums, certainly in, um, late 70s into the 80s. And, um... But she doesn't sing all the songs. Marias Moreira sings a lot of the the tracks, and that one is a bit more rock. And a lot of them tend to be a little bit more folk influenced. Um, and if you want, maybe, do you want me to play one? You're saying you're saying that they they have some proggy stuff. What do you like from the? Because I expecting something more proggy. They do, and not not on that album necessarily. Kind of on a later a later record. So. That was their second album that came out in 1972. Uh, and then I think their fifth record, Vamos Pro Mundo, which came out in 74, tends to have a few songs that are are, are a bit more prog rock uh, instead of kind of straight rock. Um, and that, that I would say is, is like pretty rocking, but with a bit of a Brazilian feel for sure. I'll play. I'll play another one. I'll play one from the same album. This is one that that he sings. Moreras Moreira. I think that's. I don't know. Maybe that's not how you say his name. No, but I mean, anyway, it's Portuguese names. You know, like right. Uh, I have no know, idea, and I'm, I apologize in advance for butchering them. But this is uh, Preta Pratinha uh, that he sings. That. This is a, l- a longer one. It's a little folkier. And it's probably kind of more representative of their typical stuff, at least early Novos on. Baianos. Novos Baianos. Here you go. Dig it. Preta Pretinha. Enquanto eu corria, assim eu ia me chamar. Enquanto corria a barca, me chamar. Enquanto corria a barca, lhe chamar Enquanto corria a barca Por minha cabeça não passava Só, somente só Assim vou lhe chamar Assim você vai ser Só, só, somente só Assim vou lhe chamar Assim você vai ser Só Somente só, assim vou lhe chamar, assim você vai ser La Preta, preta, pretinha, preta. 
preta, preta, pretinha. Preta, preta, pretinha. Yeah. 
vivo avoando, vivo avoando, sem nunca mais parar. Ai ai, ai ai, saudade, não venha me matar. Ai ai, ai ai, saudade, não venha me matar. Ai ai, saudade, não venha me matar. Ai ai, ai ai, saudade, não venha me matar. Lhe chamar. Enquanto corria a barca, eu ia lhe chamar. Enquanto corria a barca, eu ia lhe chamar. Enquanto corria a barca, lhe chamar, lhe chamar, lhe chamar, lhe chamar, lhe chamar. Yeah, Novos Bianos. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It, yeah, uh, I'm just... thinking, Mike, that you're um. Sort of yearning for like a beautiful beach, um, <laughs> perhaps. That's I like mean, you know, it's just, so, you know, music from I suppose the some of the world's greatest beaches in Salvador there in Brazil. There's, um, it's. I don't think it's a coincidence that I've been pretty much playing you want them like all a chaise lounge, yeah, and like and like a beautiful beach, like you know. They are they are a perfect summer band. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's very, very, very beachy. Yes, and but just so, they just it just feels so exotic, but also familiar and beautiful. And oh, I mean, that's just a lovely sounding song. I yeah. know, and and the whole, I mean, their whole that whole album in particular, Acabu Carrere, is considered one of the best Brazilian albums ever made. So. Start there. Oh no, no, no! Are they one of these bands that's like you know reprise themselves like in this millennium? Uh, I don't believe so. Let me let me look. I don't. I, that I, seems to happen. You know, I I, I, I don't. Like I don't think so. So it was um the Gomez family. So there was uh Jorginho, I think is maybe how you say it. I know in uh Portuguese Just stick with the Gomez family. Maybe. You you stick with you, you, the you you actually pronounce the J as opposed to the 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 ha sound in spanish um right so he was playing the the drums and the bongos on that song his brother uh i think it was his brother uh pepe is playing guitar uh bass was played by uh didi gomez and um and then of course baby consuelo who didn't sing on that song but sang on another was was married to pepe so yeah, yeah kind, she took that one off kind of a um kind of a family affair uh, Morris Moreira, who sang that song, he actually, sadly, he passed away a little over a year ago, um, beginning of April. Uh, that in, would have been a good long life. I yeah, think in, in Rio. Um, he was, how old was he? 70, no, 60, 63. He was 63. Um, passed away in a April 13th of, of 2020. He He actually put out a lot of solo records after the band split up there was i don't know if they there was one album they put out in 2017 which was maybe well, was, so they were, they were still very 
active, you know, in the last ten years. Well, yeah. So this or was in some regard, at least. E- of them. Exactly. I think this is them coming together to do a live rendition, uh, a reunion, and and do that album, Akabu Carrere, in in total. Uh, again, wow. and then, yeah, and and they put out All one tomorrow's party style. <clears throat> exactly, and they put out one in in ninety seven, which I haven't heard that was recorded live um, in in June of ninety seven, May and June of ninety seven. So um, th- they did reprise themselves a little bit, but uh, really the bulk of their albums were nineteen seventy to seventy eight. So and yeah. good stuff, super super stuff. Oh yeah, beautiful sounding. Do you want me to carry on, or do you did you want to, did, you said you wanted to play several? Um, Are you satisfied? Like I mean, that was delightful. Yeah, my sound is. is apologies, the sound was kind of. That's in. cool, man. I like the sound. You like the sound. Um, you want to hear one more? I mean, yeah, come on. In. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, like you know, this is one of your favorite things of the summer. You know, like that's right. Like, you know, well, I'll, I'll band, do, like you know, summer's almost over, at least as we know it. You I'll, know? I'll I'll do one more, and I'll play one not from that album. I'll play one from the the follow up to that album. Yeah, bounce all around. I, I thought that was like you know, I thought the second one compared to the first one. The first one seemed like it was like it kind of felt the need to like you know not sound like everybody else, but like it did sound like sort of a typical example of Brazilian music, whereas that one did sound more. Like a band that had been around for a while that was into their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, so those In both came terms. from. They both came from the same record. I'll play one from the follow up to that record. This is from 1973's Novos Bayanos FC, which I would imagine stands for Football Club. Football Club. Of, yeah. Their their take on them being a a, a football group. Uh, yes, I mean, Brazil. That's right. One of the greatest football countries of all time if not that's, the greatest that's right um this song i think baby baby comes back and sings this one baby consuelo on the vocals surreal a cantar como bahia is 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 my butchering of the title so here you go fantastic butchering, Great um, butchering. you you will you will enjoy the song more than you enjoyed my I mean, pronunciation play, of the title another, i'm gonna play a band from norway next after this and I can butcher the hell out of these names too, by the way. So we'll, we'll look forward to that. So, right, anyway, see I love you. it. All right, here you Novos go. Bayanos. Novos Bayanos. Here you go. Chorar 
como Maria Sorrir e cantar como Bahia E o um menino solto como o dia E aí? Mãe pode ter e ser bebê E até pode ser baby também Again with Baby Consuelo and Noah Spianos. Uh, yeah, lovely sounding. <laughs> I like how they slow play it for like three minutes, and then they so hit they you, the high gear. and then they kick it for the last thirty seconds or so with um, just the major, major dance moves. Can you imagine yeah, seeing them cool. live? I mean, that would be back in the day. Good times. Oh my God! Like complete party. Yeah, I would think so. Absolute party. Not the kind of party I'm used to, the you know beach party. I'm not, you know, I mean, like, you know, it's beaches. You know, <laughs> you got a problem with beaches? No, no, I just don't go to them very often. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like to bare my skin. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you know us, us you ever pale been to a white nude dudes? beach, Mike? Uh, well, I have. I mean, not like intentionally, but I have. Sure, yes. Have oh, you? How the hell? Well, let's hear that story for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, there in are this a number... country, like, what do yeah. you mean, not intentionally? Like, you didn't know, and like, yeah. you're, like find yourself walking around naked. Well, I wasn't naked, but there are a number of uh, they call them clothing optional beaches in the Portland area. Okay. Um, uh, oh, it's in the Portland area. Yeah, and there's there's one. Um, have you ever heard of Savi Island? I'm sorry, what's it called? Savi Island. It is. How do you spell that? S a u v i e. Uh, it's oh, a, yeah, yeah. it's an island, um, I guess on the Willamette, right near, just like near St. John's, Portland area. And, 
there they is naked there. There is a beach, yeah, on that river uh, that is clothing optional. I did not yeah. know this. I took my kids there clothing last summer. Optional. Cool, dude. Yeah, it was fine. Optional. It was fine. Yeah. It was no big deal. I did, you know. Um, but yeah. there were a number of of people who were sans clothing. Um, <laughs> it's all it's all good. It's just kind of amusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the whole like spa thing. Like, um, you know, they had their big races in Germany over the weekend in Baden Baden, and like, you know, the spas there, people just like go to the spas, and there's you know, let it hundreds all, of people, everybody's yeah. naked. You know, let it all hang out. why not? Sure. Hey, yeah. no judgment. You know, oh no no no! Please have a good time. It's just like you know, you won't be, you won't see me strutting around. There, you know, <laughs> Let your freak spot. flag fly, man. <clears throat> yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to, eat, to each their <laughs> to own. To each their own. Anyways, I'm I'm gonna play some. Uh, and believe me, I have nothing against it. In a million years, <laughs> just like I'm not I'm not joining in. I like the clothing optional idea. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play some new fashioned indie rock. How new. do you feel about that? You going new? Yeah, I'm not going yeah, new at Bob all. Yeah, Bob Poco. Yeah, that's why I feel like we'd be like, you know, we're traveling around the world. We are going to make an unusual trip here. We've never been to Oslo. Never, really. I don't think so. I don't think we would, have we played any Norwegian music on the program. I don't know. <clears throat> I have a, I don't I have a think friend. So. I have a friend in Norway. Um, mm. I don't know. I'll, I I I love it there. I mean, yeah? Pavement's played a bunch of shows there, and we always had a great time in Oslo. Although it's always been very dark and rainy when we've been there, but I think that's probably coincidental. I do remember playing in Oslo one time the night after the Fugees played and the promoter of the concert. This probably would have been 94. Okay. The promoter of the concert was just like, couldn't believe how easy we were to deal with because apparently that band, the Fugees, was rather high maintenance. And you followed uh, the Fugees, huh? I'm sorry, the Fugees? Yeah, you followed the Fugees. Well, we were just the night after. Well, right. Place, right, they right. Sure. We didn't play after them right. or before them or anything like that. Right. Not on the same bill, they, but you followed them at the venue. Yeah, well, their show only lasted for like you know, 10 or 15 minutes because part of their rider, I guess, or their stage rider was that he needed to assemble somewhere between like 8 and 12 motorcycles on stage and like he couldn't get the motorcycles so they just didn't play the concert wow or they huh i never would have thought that it was like i've been asked the guy you know and he spoke broken english and i I speak zero norwegian and i'll prove it (laughs) after i put the song but um (laughs) it's a story that i remember me and i bold this guy telling us a story about them you know, fretting because they didn't have the right stage props, which is <laughs> bizarre. You're in Oslo playing a concert. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, right. I never had really listened to the Fugees. They were huge then, you know, huger sure. than a lot of things. Yeah. Inc- definitely including pavement. And it was sort of a big deal. It was sold out. Like, sure. He couldn't deliver the gigs and goods. And he was. Anyways, he's very grateful to deal with us. <laughs> um, I, I kind of felt that a lot of people, a lot of places that we played in regards to pavement were like, whoa, as long as their stuff doesn't break, these guys are easy to deal with. Um, <laughs> no, just put beers in the cooler, you know, sort of thing. Um, and hummus on the... Anyways, going to play like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm going to play one of the biggest um, Norwegian underground bands going now, a band called Pompoko. They cool. named themselves after a Japanese film from the 90s, um, animated film. And I guess they're getting, I guess they have a very um, flamboyant lead singer whose who's name is Ragnild Fongel, I would say. R-A-G-N-H-I-L-D Fongel, F-A-N-G-E-L. Um, she's pretty amazing and um it's it's three dudes and her and they're, they're called pompoco they have two albums on the sort of i guess what you'd call it like a major indie label based out of london called bella union right yeah, including, including an album that came out in 2021 which mm-hmm. um which is called cheater um, yes yeah. uh that's the album I know. You're playing one from the first album, which I'm not familiar with. So I'm, uh, this yeah, will be the, the first, first time I've heard it. This one's more raw. I kind of dig okay. the first one, which is called Birthday Better. Like I haven't like, heard it. So I'm, I'm excited like to hear really, it for the first time here. Yeah, Cheaters, like, kind of like, it sounds good. It's very heavily compressed. Like, um, they can obviously play it's very interesting music that they play, and I definitely would like, like to see them live. Uh, but I really dig this song off their, um, debut album in 2019 it's a band that started in 2017 and this song is called follow the light by pompoco
Perco on three songs pod. Big big rock sound right there for sure. Yeah, Ola Jonas Martin Ragnall. That yeah. <clears throat> that is um, so I, I I think it was recorded that way, but it was like definitely pushing the levels into the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kick it, and um, I would imagine. I think the the new album um, "Cheater" is like you know, it's very, it's poppy, but that you know, that's they've got some songs on that first record, "Birthday," that are full on. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine must be a very exciting live band. I just was gonna say, I would imagine live they're they're quite good um, and quite dynamic. Um, But yeah, Yeah, I I think a lot of things going on. You know, they obviously are pretty brilliant rock musicians and almost kind of virtuosic guitar playing there yeah that's that's martin tio and i need martin martin todd martin uh is there a j in there tio and an e yeah martin ton oh no no so so his his first name is just m-a-m-a-r-t-i-n yeah we'll just call marty okay marty jonas ola on the drums (laughs) okay well, cool. Fungal, I, I dug. Fungal. I dug that, and I do like their their new album that you've mentioned, Cheater. It's cool. Uh, it's, I, it I had, sounds good. I hadn't heard Birthday. I'll check out Birthday because uh, I dug. I think that Birthday's song. more up your alley. Yeah. In terms of like, because Cheater's not, Cheater's like, you know, not that I don't dig it, but it's poppier. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. It's almost like you know, like I don't know what it's like to be like a Norwegian young Norwegian rock star, right? Um, and you know, they 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 could very well be huge in Norway and and other parts of Europe and the UK. I mean, Lord knows they made probably one of the most. I wouldn't even like say it's something to be to do handstands yeah. about is. The enemies, one hundred bands to watch. The list. I mean, like, come on. Ooh. Oh, you know, I, at <laughs> a time like, uh, there enemy, was. Come on, like, reduce it to ten, mate. You there know, was on, there was a time a when pavement would have been near the top of that, right, Bob? Well, I would think so. You know, like ninety-two or something. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't even know. You Who know, knows? before before like you know things like the enemy, like say like, you know. You've been around long enough. We hate you now after your third album. You <laughs> right, know? right. But exactly. they haven't gotten there yet. They're still on the they're, rise. They're, bro. they're, yeah. They got a few years to go. But, yeah, um, like you know, wowie zowie is just like people are just like, man, like let's turn our back on these assholes, you know. But um, that, that's fine, you know. Like you just don't. And hopefully they, um, they got two albums before that happens. Yeah, and they're in a unique position of being like descending from Norway on the on the the rest of the EU and the rest of the world, like they don't really, they don't sound like a band that's particularly self-conscious, but, um, right. And, but who knows? I mean, like, you know, you can't really worry about those things. If you're a young band, you just have to let it rip. And like, they've got a lot of great things going on. So best wishes to Pompoco. Hopefully I'll bump into them. If I ever am out on the festival scene again. Yeah, maybe they'll play Des Moines. Maybe they'll play Portland. I don't know. No, they're not going to play Des Moines, but like you know, maybe I'll be like wherever, and they'll be like, "Oh, Pompeo, I'm going to go check them out." Yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah, you know? fantastic. They're not. If they're going to play anywhere, they're going to play Portland. They're not going to play Des Moines. Yeah, that's true. It's possible. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, if you like, you know, keep in mind, like, I'm talking to a guy that was in Queens first. Now he's in Portland. And, like, the litany of bands that, like, you know. You, 
if you were just like, instead of having the jobs that you have and you know all the other responsibilities, if you were like the local rock critic, like right. it'd be insane. Bands yeah. that I could see that n- don't necessarily come through Des Moines, and you probably would have been better than the local rock critic. Eh, you you know. know, I don't know. I would like, think so. I'm. I don't consider myself a critic. I consider myself a music fan um, because. Yeah, I mean, I think most music critics would say the same thing, probably. I, I guess, mean, I guess, yeah, hopefully. Um, I have no... Because critic, being a critic suggests something negative. I Yeah, I have no interest in criticizing or putting down any band that, that I don't like, so... Um, so, like, what if you saw, what if you, like, had an assignment as a writer, you're a journalist, and you saw a band that was, like, whatever, hype, or just whatever, and you saw them and you hated them, what would you do? Like, not write about it? I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what my editor was asking and what I needed to file, but, you know, I don't have, especially if they're a smaller upcoming band... I don't have any interest. Oh, you wouldn't want to destroy those. Yeah, I mean, I have no interest in doing like a shit take on some band. How about a shit take on a big band? Well, I mean, whatever. Like, if if punching up is different from punching down, you know, like exactly. No, unquestionably. But I'm saying, like, you're basically like punching up. Even even punching up. Like, I don't really have. Like, it's not worth the negative energy to want to funnel my time into tearing down someone's art. Just not worth it. No, no, I feel the same way. Just not worth it. That's, that's, that's kind of my take. So with that, I'm going to go to Bristol. Okay. We'll go to the, yeah, Bristol. Yeah. Bristol, the hub of all things cool. (laughs) Is it? Apparently, there's tons of amazing things coming out of Bristol and Brighton. You know, we've talked well, about them in the last 30 true. episodes of the that's program. That's true. I mean, more recently, there's bands like Idols. And before, Idols. because sort of kicked it off with shopping ages ago. That's true. Idols are huge. Idols, Idols are, are huge right now. This was, this was quite a bit years. before Idols days. This was this was 1981. Oh, okay. You see, you're hitting us with early doors. I'm hitting. Bristol. I'm hitting before, with before, early Bristol. Before Bristol was super cool. I'm hitting. I'm hitting. So from the ashes of the Glaxo babies. The, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, the, yeah. The classic uh, post-punk Bristol band Glaxo babies uh, was was formed. Maximum Joy, and in 1981... Oh, yeah. of all time. It's one hit wonder of all time. Maximum Joy in 1981 put out a 12 inch called other songs, but, yeah. Stretch. Yeah. And they put out an album. The album's quite good. But this song, Stretch, I mean, and you and I have talked about this. I think you've. It's a closet classic. It's a closet you, classic. you have flirted with possibly playing Maximum Joy on the show. I'm now playing Maximum Joy on the show. If you were to play Maximum Stretch. Joy, would you have played this song? Would you have played Stretch? Yes. Okay. There you go. So sit back. It's it's six minutes and thirteen seconds of absolute danceable, um, experimental post punk brilliance from Bristol in 1981. Here you go. Maximum joy and stretch. Touch it up, very good, man. Yeah. Thank you. 
don't fit My folk don't fit, I'm a misfit But I'm growing fast, too fast Growing fast, much too fast Say maybe, call me yes, stretch it to the left. There you go. I mean, <clears throat> you DJ, I would imagine you bust that one out every now and then, right? No, not really. I don't, I don't own it on vinyl. Oh. Uh, well, imagine it's almost, some, it's, it's difficult to own, isn't it? Um, I think it's being reissued. So yeah, it may be somewhat hard to come by as far as the original goes. I think in the next... Yeah, so if you're DJing vinyl, because I mean, obviously I could... I could, I could phone it in, as they say. Well, yeah, but, but in like, the next saying, month yeah, or so two, I don't, I don't own it. Like you, you don't own one, do you? I don't. No, but I think let me let me double check. There, so there's a label. Um, I haven't. We haven't really talked about this label, but they're doing Let's a lot of good work. To it, Mike. You know, We're, they're doing a lot of good work. Um, there's a label called 1972. Just the number 1972. Sure. Um, they're doing a lot of reissues. And that came out on Y Records. Uh, you know, speaking of Bristol, Y Records was a fantastic label, of course, founded by the pop group. Um, yeah, you spoke of that before. Yeah, Y Records. Um, you know, the pop group was. I've got the book. I've got pop group records. Yeah, they were they were a Bristol Bristol band for sure. Um, was that's Leeds versus Bristol in that era as well. Yeah. You know, so well, as well, I mean, there's so much. So it was just Bristol's entry into the scene, maximum joy. Yeah, maximum joy. So coming soon, I don't think it's out yet, but coming soon, there's a reissue of that 12 inch on 1972 Records, who have also reissued the the early Gordons stuff, the New Zealand band, of course, um, fantastic. A, a, a really Do you good... work for this label? I, I, Sounds like you should. I don't, but I should. I mean, they're doing a lot of, they're doing a lot of stuff that I would probably reissue if I were doing a reissue label. Let's put it that. Maybe way. You should reach out to them or maybe get, get them the guest on the pod. <clears throat> they they reissued, you know, the sound. Um, yeah. Adrian Borland's 
group. Yeah. They've reissued some some Stereo Lab stuff. They're reissuing a bunch of the early Echo and the Bunnymen records. They're reissuing uh, Darudi Column and um, Jesus and Darudy Mary Column. Chain yeah. and Lee Hazelwood. I mean, they're doing a lot of really good work. So check out their stuff. That they're also they've also reissued the Maximum Joy LP and that 12 inch. So I don't know them. They may be sounds promising. They they may be horrible people. What's up with reissuing when there's so much going on that's like new? Yeah, I mean it's tough. I understand like reissuing like Maximum Joy, but come on, man! Like Echo the Buddy Man. Yeah, yeah, well, brilliant band and everything, but like, did they need to be reissued? Like, I'm I, saying, like, well, do your Discogs thing, like, um, that's true. You don't mind? Do your Discogs thing and like see how much a a a vinyl copy of Maximum Joy Stretch 12 inch costs. Uh, okay, so Maximum Joy Stretch, I, I will do it right now. So an original I'm gonna say, copy. You're gonna say like 240 bucks. No, 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 no. Nope, not at all. Um, there is a near mint copy with a very good plus cover uh, for 45 right. euros from Italy. Okay, fair enough. That's a fair price. Um, you know, you, you, to, if you brought it to America, you'd have to pay 15 euros in shipping. So it would yeah, probably so run you... Yeah, out $70. Yeah, That's exactly. That's exactly right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Oh, and we got wit. We got wit in the back. Yeah, yeah, wit. Yeah, Hello, wit. Full effect. Yeah. Um, I am not in full effect. Hold on. <laughs> she's in hold partial on. effect. Yeah. We have oh wit in partial yeah, effect. Yep. Um, yeah, ghosties here. Yep, they're all here. But you, you, you know, they're reissuing. You're gonna play a wit favorite. Actually, you're gonna play a wit favorite. One Fant- of wit's favorite songs. Fantastic. That, that'd be nice. I can't hear it. That's okay. I... Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put yeah. the headphones yeah, on for in, in spirit, yeah. and you can dance to it. They're reissue, so they're also reissuing um, Ocean Rain, among other things. Which, which you're right. Like you can find well, that's that. That's on Sire Records. I mean, yeah, you, know. you can find that for twenty bucks. Yeah, maybe um, twenty five bucks, but yeah. still, it's it, it hasn't been issued in a new version in a long time, and so good on them. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm not criticizing them, you know. No, no. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. All right. Well, let's kick it to you. You'll end the show. End it strong. I know where you're going. How do you know where I'm going? Go with Jimmy Hughes. Yeah, well, because you you Who's... you told me your songs. That's why I know where. Yeah, you're yeah, going. I did do. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You're the supervisor. Um, it's a cousin of Percy Sledge. Yeah, Alabama music. You and the muscle soul scene. Soul legend. And this guy, you know, huge influence on Al Green, Johnny Taylor. Um, and uh, the interesting thing about him, well, one interesting thing about him is as he was born and raised in Leighton, Alabama, but it's not at the same time as over here that he was born on Whitney's birthday, oh. um, February 3rd, in, what do you say, Temecula, California? Temecula, Temecula yeah, that's how you say that sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how that happened, but um, you, you don't is, hear of much soul coming from Temecula, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't get that. But like, um, as far as I know, he's born and raised near Muscle Shoals in Late, now Alabama, and um, this is a song that hit the charts, number four in the R and B charts in 1966. My favorite song by the great Jimmy Hughes, 
amazing singer. Very, very have you ever had ever had any difficult neighbors in your life, Mike? Um yeah, yeah, I had a few. I'm sure you have. Yeah. And this song is called uh Neighbor Neighbor and it's uh just an absolute classic. Okay. Um, love it. All right. Yeah. I'm excited. I haven't heard You'll this. You'll enjoy it. Okay. You'll enjoy it. Cool, here you go. neighbor don't worry how i make my bread <clears throat> it, it um so musically like that that i don't know i'm not going to put you on the spot i'm not going to ask who who is playing guitar but whoever it was <clears throat> they were ripping it cuz the guitar oh yeah no, no, the, get around the guitar was was anchoring that song i think yeah and jimmy's voice jimmy's and voice Vin, well of course jimmy's voice too um yeah but like Musically or lyrically and conceptually, it reminds me a little bit of. Have you heard Jonathan Richmond's "The Neighbors"? From, no, I mean, no, no. From, it's it's from 1983 yeah. from Jonathan Sings, and the song is "I'm Not Gonna Let the Neighbors Run My Life." That's kind of the same vibe yeah yeah it's it's totally the same vibe Jimmy Hughes, and it's you know. it's it's a um 
Yeah. Sometimes you have no choice, man. That's right. That's right. You can't let yeah. the neighbors run your life. Yeah. Um. Well, I love that. That was awesome. Yeah, I, great show. I don't know Jimmy. I will dig. I will dig into Jimmy a little bit. His most favorite was "Steal Away," a song called "I'm Qualified." He okay. didn't, you know, it wasn't the most productive career, um, which yeah. is fine. But he was a powerful influence and with an amazing voice, you know. Yeah. Short. He was a hit maker in the '60s, you know. So, like, it's you know, okay. we talked about that before. Like, don't worry how he makes his bread. Apparently, yeah. made, made his made plenty of bread, and just like you know, you know, the work's out there. Um, cool. Good for John. Good. 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 For Jimmy, I'm sorry, I called him Johnny. Yeah, good for Jimmy. Uh, yeah, well, Jimmy thank, Hughes, Jimmy thank, J Hughes. Thank you, Bob. As always, a goddamn pleasure talking to you. Yeah, and yeah. Music. Yeah. Glad um, you're doing well. You too. I, I love yeah. this. I hope we'll do it again soon. Um, maybe sometime middle of next week. When the schedules align. When the, the schedules, schedules align. align. But you know, you, you just—it's like catching lightning in a bottle. Who knows when <laughs> it's going to happen, that. right? In our dreams. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Great, great, great show. All right. Nice speaking with you. Have a great night. Love you, man. Thank you, everyone, you for too. listening. Um, yeah. Be well. Take care.